Waking up the Riverina, Witto and Herbie on HIT. Look, you and I, we're both not criminals and I would never recommend anyone to do anything, whether that be rob, steal, you know, it's just, it's, it's not a good thing to do. No. But I have seen a lot of crime shows. I've watched a fair bit of Law and Order and everything that you understand what normally goes down in, let's say, a robbery at a gas station. They normally get held up. It's a scary situation. Oh, terrifying. And, yeah. And you'd know, like, if you were in that robber's position, things that normally go down. Mm-hmm. But there's a, there's a story out today that's just made me think, do they not see the crime shows? Because I see them. You see them. Yeah. People see them. We all know crime's out there. It's terrible, but it's out there. Because we got another dumb thief this morning. And this one's, this one's pretty good. It's almost like they should really think twice because they know we're going to talk about them here in the river. I know. Like, we're not just going to let them... Where's this one from? This one... <laughs> Over in the States. Jeez. Yep. You can stream um, us on the app. Easily. The hit app. And he goes by the name of William Walls. He's 35 years old and he decided that he wanted to rob a gas station. Now, he went into the gas station. He covered his face, which normally that's what you see people do. Yep, yep. And then he tried to hold up the gas station by he had something covering an item in his hand and it looked like a gun. Oh. So a very, very scary situation for the teller behind yeah. the counter. Like, very, yeah. very, very scary. Yeah. Now, the, as the person behind the counter was a bit scared, he didn't get injured or anything, let him get away with a bit of money. But on his way out, William tripped and he dropped what everyone thought was, you know, the gun. Yeah. wasn't a gun. Hand lotion. Hand lotion? Moisturiser. Or like one of those bottles just, with a pump thing that just, you... Just, yep, yep, some hand lotion. Okay. What were you trying to do, mate? Get back or I'll sanitise you. That's, that's what I mean. I don't understand. And in yeah. that time, because he tripped and then he was a bit embarrassed, supposedly, that's what they've come out and said because of the hand lotion, the police made it there. So then he was arrested and he was charged with first degree robbery. Yeah. But hand lotion. With hand lotion. With hand lotion. Yeah. Uh, imagine just explaining that one to your friends. It's like, give me all the cash out of the register. <laughs> okay, please just don't hurt me. All right, thank you very much. Oh, what's your hands? They feel, they feel a bit rough. Ooh. Here. You want some, <laughs> you want some it's lavender scented. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. No, thank you. Thank you for your time. I'll thank see you, you later. Yeah. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> Widow and Herbie. It turns out there's something so simple out there in the world that we could all be doing that actually makes us more likable, more approachable. And it's not just being friendly. Eye contact. No, nah, it's not eye contact. And Smiling. Uh, they're all good things. They're and, good things. Uh, don't get me wrong. Maybe not when you smile, though. Yours is quite a little off-putting <laughs> and not as very approachable. I think I've got chubby cheeks, and that's why I, when I smile, I, my, I you just, don't see my teeth. I don't know. It's not. It's just don't smile. Sheree Coleman from the news booth is looking at us through the glass right now, looking at me smiling. Smile for out. her. Yeah, now, yeah, no, she's no news is going to get no. done now. <laughs> <laughs> but this research has actually come out of Japan this morning, and they've, you know, gotten a lot of people together and they've done one simple thing and they've seen how people react. Mm -hmm. And what they've done is a simple nod. So one person would nod at all the people in the study. Yeah. And then they rate how likable they are, how approachable they are. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that 30% of people find if you nod a lot more likable and approachable compared to people who shake your head. So you don't want to shake. No. Nod. Don't shake. Yeah. It's a nod. And don't stay motionless. Because they've just come out and said that's creepy. <laughs> so just don't don't stay there and just stare at like them and go. Shift your weight around a bit and continue yeah, nodding and nodding looking. Nodding a bit. And, yeah, so you see yeah. someone, hey Joe, give him a little nod. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like goes to when you're driving in your car as well. 
You know, when you thank a driver if you, you they've nod. let you in, yep. you nod. Yep. People think that's a lot more kind oh, okay. instead of just staying, you know, motionless and going. Mm. Well, I think you. I think the thing about that is you kind of bow your head at them as well. You're yeah. like, thank you, sir. It's like, thank you for letting me in. Good good day, sir. Yeah, exactly. Well, the nodding thing when you're having a conversation, I think it's all about it's showing that you're engaged, but also showing that you're agreeing with the person. Agreeing with him, yeah. And so the person will obviously feel good about that. And like, you don't want to just, you know, keep nodding so you're like one of those bobbleheads on a dashboard. Like like a cockatoo when they get going. You don't want to, because that's just getting a little bit irritating and annoying. You just want a simple nod a couple of times, engage it. Yeah. I mean, our next thing is, so oh, if people could only see how much we've been nodding. <laughs> it's kind of getting a bit creepy now. Widow and Herbie. There is something new that has hit Perth and will soon hit all of Australia, which I just think is crazy because they've taken an old piece of equipment that has gone, you know, outdated and everything. People mm-hmm. don't even really know they exist anymore. Yep. And they've made them the bee's knees. Okay. I'm talking about... Telephone boxes. Yes. Phone booths. Yeah, well, they, uh, they kind of got a, a second wind with the whole Wi-Fi thing. Yeah. That they, some of them do Wi-Fi now. Yeah. yeah I didn't really, if, if there wasn't one in my street, I would actually not be able to name where there is one in the Riverina. Okay. It's only because sometimes I park outside of it. So it's yeah. the only way I know about it. But they, they're out there. I don't really know many people have used them. When was the last time you used one? Oh, I'm honest. <laughs> the last time I can remember using one was 2000 and 2000, probably 2000 Early at Early 2000s, yeah, let's go yeah, with. Well, yeah. now Telstra's teamed up with the company to create these modern-day telephone booths, and they are crazy. Hipsters are excited. Yeah, they're excited because they feature Wi-Fi, which, you know, some of them have already featured Wi-Fi. Yep, yep. They also have touch screens, public information, which Ooh. is going to roll around, so news and everything. Advertising will be on there as well. Okay. There's going to be a digitalized board so, you know, touch them and even sometimes they're saying maybe we can include games. So if you're waiting outside a bus stop, mm. this is the best part though, USB charging docks. Ah, oh, to charge your phone. To yeah. charge your Decord phone, out. your yeah. iPod. This is a game changer okay. in the modern day. Yeah. Because if you're out in the town and you think your phone's dying and you're going, oh, what am I going to do? Hang on a second. Just over there's a phone booth. Yep. Hook me up. Yep. Yeah, this is this is a game changer. I think it's going to cost some money. Is it like a buck for ten no, minutes you just of charge plug it in. or something? Plug it in, free Which charge, you know, free charge. Wow. Obviously, the phone's still there. So if you need to use that phone, you're going to have to pay because I yeah. haven't taken that away yet. Yeah, yeah. But there's just all these other high techs that are coming into it. They're 72 inch digital advertising panels, so they're massive. That's huge. Huge. I was imagining a little screen. No, no, no. They're huge. Wow, okay. It's like life size. And so there has been 12 introduced to Perth this week, starting on Tuesday. But over the next two years, 1,800 payphones are going to be rolled out across Australia. Wow, that's impressive. Isn't this? Kind of awkward if you go to FaceTime someone (laughs) using the giant screen screen. in public and your friend who you're FaceTiming is like wearing nothing but a towel. It's like, oh, oh, sorry about that. Everyone here on Baylor Street just saw Sorry. that. And lucky you've worked out recently. <laughs> <laughs> Widow and Herbie. You know, I've been getting a little excited this morning. Yeah, I, I'm i not around about this at all. I, I am. I nearly just want to skip it. Let's go uh, to the news. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because there is a theory I saw on the interwebs last night, which is gaining traction this morning, about England playing a long game here to try and reclaim America. <laughs> This is about the engagement. So Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, they're engaged. Yep. She's American. Yep. He is British. He is in line for the throne. Well, he's in line. But do we need to just point out before he's coming in there, you've got Charles. Yep. William. Yep. You've got the little kids now. Yep. And then there's a bub on the way. So there's three as well. George, Charlotte, 
baby. Okay, so what's then, he like? It's like then, six? Then Harry. Yeah. Yeah, six. And then if his kid, like, he's never going to get there. Okay, let, I've let's, got a better chance of getting there. We're, we're, we're toying with technicalities here because what I want to play with is the fact that this is possible. Okay, it is possible. Even though it's small, there's still a chance. Because what I'm talking about here is the fact that, yes, uh, you know, Harry's in line for the throne, which means any children that him and Meghan have are going to be in line for the throne as well. But here's the thing. Because she's American, she can pass on American citizenship to that child. Yeah. So if that child, for instance, is born in the States or some way they work around and figure out a way to make it happen where they still get citizenship, this child could effectively be President of the United States and King of England. Is this something that you haven't haven't thought about this at the moment? Why? All morning. I don't know if you've realised this year in Australian politics something huge that has happened. Yeah. Dual citizenship. But you've just got to be born in America. Dual citizenship. Get born in America. You can't. Dual citizenship. That's Australia. It's not America. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Come on. It's just not going to happen. Okay, what about if they have to renounce the throne... And their British, you know, citizenship, and then they become president of the United States. But really, they still have underlying, you know, ties to the the, the United Kingdom. That's still but still normally, a possibility. Normally, you with theories, you like to dissect them and go, "This couldn't be true." So I'm baffled this morning at how you've gotten into this one so much. It could be true. It could it's happen. It's rubbish. It could happen. But it's rub- It's not going to happen. But there's the possibility of it. When is Harry? Tell me the day that he's going to step up and be king. He's got to get past a lot of people. What? The- I don't know. That, that could happen, though. <laughs> it's the potential for it to happen. I'm a doubter. I'm a doubter today. I know you're doubting because you're, you're looking at the odds. I'm saying that there's. <laughs> I'm saying that there are odds. There is a chance. You're saying that the odds are crazy. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Here. But look, it is an interesting it's theory. Out there. Who it's, knows what will happen? It's it started last night and it's trending all over the old interwebs at the moment. But we're saying the baby has to be born in the states. Well, there is a thing I think in the states where if you want to be a president, you have to be born in yeah. the states. You can't just have citizenship. Lizzie ain't letting the little bub get born over in the states. Mm. You know me and her. We're quite close. You are close with to the Lizzie. queen, her Majesty the Queen. Yeah. Yeah. Share special yep. king in the morning. Yes, she does. And she listens to Dancing Queen a lot. That's what we know about her. Widow and Herbie. Cherie Coleman joins us in the studio out of the news booth. Good morning, Cherie. Good morning. How's it going? Pretty good. Right. Now, I want to tell you about someone I've heard about this morning who is uh, trying to, you know, attract women and and get noticed by them. Uh, He's given up on Tinder and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Tinder isn't working. Bumble isn't working. Online dating, not working for this guy. Yeah. He's, he hasn't I called the station that hasn't worked. Because yeah. I, I would have hated to had, have to rely on online dating and Tinder and stuff. Well, you can go to pubs. Yeah, yeah I, I, I used to do this thing where I'd go up and say, <laughs> hi, my name's Michael, how are you? That's how I met. Yeah, engage people in conversation. Yeah. What, yeah. what yeah. a Eye novel contact. concept. Yeah. 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 And if you do chat to them, not a lot. Not a lot, it helps. It helps, yeah, people that. like that. Or when yeah. you're younger yeah. and you used Don't to be mean to them because you liked them, remember yeah. that? And mum would go, they like you. I'm like, why are you so mean to me? Don't do that. That's a weird thing to do. Look, there was an 18-year-old guy from Derry in uh, the UK, which is trying to attract women uh, by driving something. Now, he's he's been fine because he didn't have any L plates on this when he drove it. It's a bit of a farming community. And uh, what he did was his dad sent him out on the tractor to go find some lost cattle. And uh, once he'd finished that, he went, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to take this down the main street. Cruise for chicks. <laughs> I found exactly. a lost cattle. Now I need to find my love. <laughs> He's cutting mane. He's in a tractor trying to uh, get noticed. Uh, and this isn't the first time he's done it. He actually took the tractor out one time at midnight. Yeah, good time oh, to uh, find the girls. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. Uh, just going, does anyone want to lift uh, on a tractor? And I look, 
I, I, the judge was kind of taking the mickey out of him, uh, and also his own solicitor took the mickey out of him as well a little bit. Um, and I, I just I don't know whether it's a great move or, or or a dumb move, but the solicitor said we all know tractors are all about pulling power, but this takes it to extremes. <laughs> And I think, well, maybe that's great because it's comedy and the judge will go, oh, fair enough, let him go. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 It's a point of difference. Yeah, but do you you really find girls at 12 o'clock at night that are going to date you and hop in your tractor? Well, maybe you you find a lot of people who want to lift home. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Especially here in Wagga. See everyone waiting. Yeah, we don't have Uber, so maybe tractor's the new thing we can get here in the Riverina. Everyone's waiting at the cab rank at uh, (laughs) at the train station. Anyways, he was fined 50 pounds. Pretty pretty light, oh, really. Pretty light. Yeah. pretty light. But, you know, just think about that next time you're out, maybe on a Saturday night, Bailey Street, towards the end of the night, and some 18-year-old guy just starts driving down with a tractor. <laughs> tractor. Wouldn't that be a sight to see? Get a lift. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I have a lift. Thank you very much. I'll, I'll be actually, friends with that guy. <laughs> I'll pay you a $50 fine for you. Widow and Herbie. There's some alarming statistics out this morning, which we should be worried about. Anyone who is in an office should be worried about. Mm-hmm. Because the number is expected to rise. Okay. What I'm talking about is people who steal lunches. Are this all your lunches? You mean you eat other people's lunches? Stop it! Yeah, I've never done this. I never. It never even crosses my mind to do this because it's, oh, it's pretty brave. It, it is brave. And it's a lot more people are doing it than you think because this study that's come out by Primo Small Goods um, has revealed that around 33% of people have admitted that they've stolen someone's lunch before. That is that's, that's a third. High. That's a third of the workplace. That's really high. Now, I'll admit that I've used, say, if someone had a big bag of cheese and maybe took some cheese or butter. Is that what you know, something that's cheese? A, no, no, you don't have cheese in there. No, I don't. But like communal, you know, communal, things that are more communal. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That you may, might take some. But if you had your leftover lasagna, I'm not just going to open that and have a little nibble. I'm just not. No, 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 that, no, that's wrong. And I, I have... I understand what you're saying there. Some things are made to be shared. Shared, yeah. yeah while others are definitely people's definitely lunch. Definitely someone's lunch. Like someone had a salad in there. No, you, that's not like, you know. Well, this didn't happen at this workplace, but in another job I worked at, yeah. I was in the the tea room and I was sitting down having my lunch and this new guy just walked in, I'll never forget it, opened the fridge, pulled out someone's sub because his lunch break hadn't started. Another guy had got his at the same time, so put it in the fridge. And this new guy just ate it. Ate someone else's ate subway. Ate someone else's subway. And I said to him, I was like, mate, what are you doing? That's not yours. He's like, oh, it's funny though, isn't it? No, going, it's not. No, that's his lunch. That's not funny. He's just bought that as well. Like, that's that's fresh. So now when it comes to his lunch, that person will come to his the, 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 the fridge. Yep. I try to get his sub out and it's not there. It's not there. That's not funny. <laughs> I don't, Gosh, like, if that was me, I'd lose it. I'd be furious. And a lot of people are saying with this study that the reason they've taken someone's lunch is because it looks better than theirs. So maybe you forgot to pack something, so you might just have a Vegemite sandwich, which I love that, but you're looking over at Chicken Risotto going, I'd take the risotto over the sandwich. That's just stealing, though. Oh, no, it is stealing. I mean, there's no such thing as a free lunch unless you steal it. So Yeah, yeah exactly. Interesting. Mm, all right. Look, I, actually, this does raise an interesting point. Mm. Uh, there is something in the uh, work <laughs> fridge here that's been there for a couple of weeks it's now. Been, I'm going to put over a month now, and mm-hmm. I'm very annoyed. It's always on my mind. Yeah. I think we've even mentioned on the show that's how long it's oh, been yeah, in I there. Think, yeah, it's previously been mentioned for sure. It's a block of chocolate. Yeah. It's a Cadbury block of chocolate, a, and we all know I love chocolate. Yeah. And at first I thought you were testing me because I've got no willpower. Yeah. So I thought, yep, Widow's testing me to see when I'm going to crack. 
and I haven't cracked. And eat the chocolate. And then I finally, after doing a bit of a survey of the office, figured out it's the bosses. Yeah. And I know he's leaving it there now just to annoy me. Yeah. I get warnings. Herbie, don't touch the chocolate. Or did I tell the boss to say that it was his and it was actually mine? No, it's definitely the boss's. You sure? I trust him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. if it was mine, you'd probably just eaten it anyway. <laughs> I would have eaten the it. Fact, the fact that it's the bosses, you're like, yeah, yeah, maybe not. Job could be on the line on this <laughs> that one. Could be really bad. By the way, you got a 50% pay cut for eating my lunch. Widow and Herbie. Summer's around the corner. It is. It is. And just we're already getting like some warmer nights. Oh, yeah. It was like a top of 19 last night, She's I think. She's getting humid. Mm-hmm. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Well, you had a very sweaty day yesterday. Oh, I did. To the gym, then backed it up with netball, and I was a mess. Well, it's been oddly humid lately. It's not usually not that humid, yeah. Uh, yeah. but definitely the heat is on the way. People are thinking about you know uh, putting on the swimming togs. The and, old uh, teeny come out. Yeah, get the peachy peach out. Yeah, jumping yep. in a in a pool, a mate's pool. Or... Hot dogs or legs photos are going to start coming. You know, oh, yeah, they yeah, are good. Classic. They are classic. <laughs> yeah. So people are thinking about maybe having to swim in the river or you know going on holidays too. People have got summer holidays booked. Oh yeah. Um, you know, they're looking forward to that cruise or, you know. Mexico. Mexico. Someone might. Who's going to Mexico? I don't know. It <laughs> might be me. <laughs> uh, or, you know, going uh, going to the coast, New South Wales. Yes. Um, you know, and, and, you know, having a nice family holiday. But there's a list of beaches that's been released of the best beaches in the world. Now, this isn't one of those, you know, lists that, you know, we asked 10 people. and these We did the, a survey know, around like, the office. Yeah, exactly. This we know is, which one it is. <laughs> this is proper. This is uh, 600 travel journalists, editors, and bloggers have got oh, together yeah. okay. to all say what's their favourite beach, and then they formed a list. Now, Australia hasn't done too bad in this. Really? Yeah, we've got a fair few in the uh, top 50 of these beaches. Uh, number one, though, is Grace Bay Beach uh, in the Caribbean. Okay. Which is a very nice kind of relaxing Ooh, Caribbean, beach. Caribbean, yeah. I can yeah. imagine that yeah. would have one up there. Yeah, yeah. And then in the Bahamas, there's that beach where all the wild pigs swim at. Oh, yep. You've seen that one? Yeah, it was yeah. on Facebook. Heaps of people shared It's amazing. It. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. Then there's another one in Hawaii that's up there. But in Australia, we've got Whitehaven Beach, uh, which is up there. Do you know where that one is? Is that up near Queensland? In, yeah, with Sundays. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's... um. I got some of the whitest sand in the world, apparently. Have seen some snaps. Mm. Looks amazing. Which is pretty cool. But then something a little bit closer to home, uh, in Jarvis Bay, Himes Beach there, is is high up on the list there oh, too. Oh, it's not too far away. And I know some people from the Riverina have actually been there. It's actually eighth on the list. Jeez, that's good. Eighth best beach in the world. Come on, Australia. Yeah, it's not bad, right? Jeez, we're doing all right. And people from Wagga do go holiday in, you know, Nowra and stuff like that. So there's probably a few going to Jarvis Bay, I imagine. Yeah. So, you know, that's not a bad holiday spot. Saying you're on the eighth best beach in the world. That is huge. Yeah, but there are different beaches and whatnot. And there's there's different things that make these beaches great. Because some of these beaches, like uh, the the one, the top one, where was that again? It was um, in the in oh, where? Caribbean. Caribbean. It, yep. it, it, I was trying to help you, but I had no idea. Yeah, no, that's all right. I, it eventually come to me. But uh, it's uh, it's not really like a surf beach, John. You know? It's more like a relaxed, relaxed chill beach. Get a little bit of color on the skin. The one in Hawaii has actually got black sand followed up by next to like this rainforest. So it's very like. Different beaches, you know, it's scenic, yeah, scenic. It's not exactly a beach that's you know your typical like Bondi beach, yeah, which leads me to my next point, okay. And I've said this before on the show, yep. What's wrong with Wagga Beach? Why aren't we there? (laughs) It's a great beach. What other it's it's you know, you've got these black sandy beaches and you've got this beach and you've got this beach. Wagga Beach is an interesting beach. It's part it's, it's on a river. It's inland. It's like, on a river, yes. Get it up on one of these lists. It's a great beach. Well it does tick all the boxes for out there unusual yeah. and not your standard beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it probably could. And on a hot day, and you know, I'm talking about these forty degree days, which we know are coming in They're summer. Around the corner, everyone. I go down to the beach, 
I, I sit in that water and I dig my heels into the sand and I put, my, <laughs> put my back up against the current and let all the water wash over me. It is a great way to cool down. I was about down. to say, you've got to dig the heels in, otherwise you're with the current. Yeah, exactly. Just, just, I'm doing a float. I wasn't expecting that to happen. but I, you I'm know. now part of a float. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but Bye that's guys. what makes Wagga Beach so great. It's, it's great. It's a great beach. So I just, one day, you know, I, I well, dream of the day. That, that you I, open one of these lists and you yeah. go, Herb's. It's happened. We've done it. We've done it, everyone. Water like, Beach. Let's resign now because our job is done. Like, you know, it's a great beach. I'd even settle for like number 50 on this list just to be on the list. Yeah, that's pretty good. See? <laughs> be great. Widow and Herbie. You tune. They play a song and if you call on 13, 12, 16, they have to stop it. But you better have a good reason. Okay, Herbie, we've already had one call. Hit FM hello. What's your name? Yeah, g'day, mate. It's Ryan. How are you? Rod, Ryan. is it? Ryan. Uh, Ryan, mate. How are Ryan, you? Ryan, Ryan. Good, mate. How you doing? How's your day? Uh, outstanding, mate. I was just hearing that song, uh, Please Stop It, as I believe it's uh, singly responsible for the global warming. <gasps> global warming? Jeez. Okay, mate. this could be good. I need a bit of background here. How is How so? Right so the Titanic was cruising through the ice. It cracked the ice. Sunk the boat and and the global warming has followed. <laughs> all, all 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 the world's problems when it comes to global warming can go back to the Titanic. Absolutely, please stop it. Jeez, Ryan, that's a that's a very good reason. <laughs> no one likes global warming. You know what? I actually I'm going to stop it. <laughs> that's good enough reason for me. Thank you for the call, Ryan. Thanks, guys. I mean, very quickly, you saw the movie, right? Never in my life. <laughs> Never seen the movie. Is that because you're so grumpy about the uh, global warming? Oh, exactly. That's all it is. I just uh, <laughs> it, it hurts my soul. I just oh. can't do it. Ryan, I love you. You're a legend, Ryan. <laughs> Thanks so much for the call, buddy. Sorry, guys. Have a good day. Waking up the Riverina, Wito and Herbie on hit.